week's parsha is parshas Kisisa. I'd like to just expound a little bit on what we said in the previous podcast, which was a Sheva Bracha speech. But um, we're going to say a Sefuno. We're going to explain a Sefuno in this week's parsha. But uh, he's very terse. Almost in the time of the Rishonim, he's almost in the time of the Rishonim. That's why he's very terse. But uh, what he says has uh, a lot of requires a lot of explanation. Um, anyway, so Hashem Moshe Rabbeinu in this week's parsha, he asks Hashem for a favor. Um, he says to him like this. Moshe Rabbeinu says, Vayomer hareni na kvodecha. And Moshe said, show me your kavod. Show me your, kavod. Show me your honor. Okay. So Hashem responded to him, Ani avir koltuvi alpanecha. My, oh my goodness is going to pass over you. V'karasi v'shem Hashem lefanecha. And I'm going to call in the name of Hashem in front of you. V'chanoisi sasher achon v'rechampi sasher arachem. And I will have And I will have, uh, uh, I'll give chain grace to somebody that I will give grace to, and I'll give mercy to those that I will give mercy to. He said to him, you will not be able to see my face because the person does not see me and live. Hashem said, I have a place with me, Vinitzafta Alatur. You will sit on a rock. Bahaya Babar call Kvodi when my when my honor again will pass. Visamtiha Binikrasatur, I will put you into the cleft inside the the rock. Vis Visakosi Kapi Alecha, and I will put my palms on you Arabri until I pass. Vasirosi is kapi, Vraisa Sahora, and I will remove my palms and you will see my back. And you will not see my face. So the question obviously here is, is this is a completely uh, ambiguous, not, not ambiguous, but it's a completely um, sort of daunting top, uh, pos- uh, set of psukim. It seems like it's completely not understandable, pretty much, of what is going on over here. And specifically, is Moshe Rabbeinu's request and Hashem's answer that Moshe Rabbeinu wants to see Hashem's kavod, and Moshe, and Hashem answers, "You will see my kavod when I pass, but you can't see it completely, and you'll see the back of it, etc." So, what is this kavod that we're talking about? So, the Sefuno says, as we mentioned, the Sefuno's words are like this: "Eskvodecha, ech yishafa mitzias kol nimtza, mimtziosecha." Right? Obviously, all of reality and existence emanates from Hashem. Everything, the whole world, the whole universe in which we live, the world, everything that exists, all comes from Hashem. Right? So says the Sefuno, says the Sefuno that the, the, the code word for that, the code word for Hashem being the source of all existence is kovod, is Hashem's honor. Kvodecha means Kvodecha means that the the honor of Hashem the honor of Hashem means kvodecha means um, 
that Hashem is the source of all existence. The, 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 what comes into re, the reality as we know it is Kvodecha, is Hashem's honor. And so this says the Sefuno, says the Sefuno that if you take a look at the world, then you'll, you'll see that the world is very different. There's very different things. There's different topographies. There are different climates, different animals, different types of people. There are different um, things, different elements, different existences we don't, don't seem to have a relationship with each other whatsoever. And, and usually we expect that when something comes from one thing, then it somehow resembles that thing that it comes from. For example, if you have parents and they have kids, so all the kids in some way resemble, you know, this one has the mother's blue eyes, the other one has the father's red hair, right? They're both, maybe if the both parents are short, so that all the kids are short. But if you find somebody who has black hair and no blue eyes and is very tall, then you struggle to see, you know, how the, how the parents contributed to this child's, uh, to this child, child's DNA, as we, as we say. Usually we expect that everything that comes from one source should share some type, some character traits that are similar to that source that it comes from, right? So knowing that everything comes from Hashem, we would expect that there would be that all of reality would have something in common with, each, with itself, with, with each other. All the different elements of reality would have it in common. But, but they don't. They seemingly don't. It seems like you would say, maybe you would even say that there's a random, that the, you know, as, as people say, that there's a random uh, coming into existence, that the universe came into existence in a random fashion and just developed whichever way it developed, however the development took place, through um, evolution, through whatever it may be, multiplication of cells and, and cellular construction or whatever, molecules. Um, it seems like maybe it's random, that there's no relationship with each other. So Moshe Rabbeinu was requesting from Hashem, Hareini Naz Kvodecha, show me your honor, show me how everything, how everything comes from you, right? How does the emanation of reality, of existence, how does it emanate from your reality and your existence? Where is the even though there's no seemingly relationship between the different things that exist, as we say every single morning, what do we say every single morning in Shachris, which is a Pasuk in Yeshaya, if I'm not mistaken, chapter 6, we say, the entire land, the entire universe is filled with Hashem's honor. And what does that mean that the entire universe is filled with Hashem's honor according to the Sephunos perspective? Like we said, that the word honor means that, that the reality of Hashem is the source of all existence. So that means that if all existence comes from Hashem, then Hashem's, um, Hashem's being the source of that existence should be seen everywhere. It should be seen how everything comes from Hashem. But it's not. 
It seems like everything comes from different places. That it's that it's disparate. Right? Um, what? It's uh, the way that the well we have David put in front of me here, David has uh, the English Sephorno, and the way that Rabbi um, the, the 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 which one is this? This is the Masora publication. This is the one that's published by uh, by Art Scroll. The Masora publication. Rabbi Ralph Pelkowitz of blessed memory, who was the Rav of the White Shul, the Farakway. So his translation is how all existence draws its existence from yours, considering the great disparity between them and you, as it says, as it says Yeshaya, as it says in Yeshaya 6.3, the whole the earth is full of God's glory. So this is the way the Sephorno. This is the way the Sephorno learns this Pasuk, which is interesting because the way that we explained in the last, in the last uh, episode, the way that we explained in the last episode, we said, for example, that the Ramban says in Parshas Bo that everything is a miracle. There's no, real, there's no real cause and effect that exists. The cause and effect is, is, is the will of Hashem that the world should function in accordance with nature. We've discussed this in many different ways. You take a look in the Rambam. The Rambam says in uh, in the Shmona Prakim, in his introduction to Pirkei into into the the ethics of our fathers, chapter eight. If I'm not mistaken, there he says that if a person throws a rock up in the air, nobody Hashem is not going to decide where the rock should go. Hashem is not going to decide where it's going to land, what trajectory it's, it's going to take, because Hashem set up, so to speak, the world natural. But still, Hashem has to will the world to act in a natural way. So even though the Ram says Hashem doesn't decide, but that's because Hashem has already decided that everything is going to happen 99% of the time is going to happen according to the natural order. So whatever the rules are that Hashem wants us to continue to perceive, those are the rules that the rock that, that was thrown into, into the air is going to follow. Right? So... Um, yeah, so that's what the Sephorno says. The Sephorno is saying... That 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 Hashem controls the entire universe. Everything comes, everything comes from there. The the whole but the, the 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 whole existence of nature, as the Ramban says, is is there are, there are, there are no there are no miracles in nature. He says we learn from the open miracles of the of uh, the, the the Ramban at the end of Parshas Bo. We learn from the open miracles of of Mitzrayim, all the Makos, all of the the plagues. Splitting the Red Sea, etc. All the miracles we have in the Torah, we learn from the open miracles to the to the closed miracles. So even though the miracles that are miracles which are which are uh, open, that those for sure are miraculous. But the miracles which are not open, which look like they come by nature, they come there's a cause and effect that happens. But even that is miraculous, right? So even though I'll ask you, how is it pos- how is it possible that that a light goes on? So you say. The reason why a light goes on is because you take a, a, a circuit with electricity going through it, you close the circuit, the electricity passes through, it hits the filament and it makes it light. But then you'll ask, how does that happen? So you say, because it happens all the time. So the answer is Hashem wants it to look that Hashem wants it to be that way. That's the cause and effect that's in place in the world. But the, the source, the source of every all existence, right, that comes into being, the, 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 the laws of physics, that are existing, that we observe, are coming into being from Hashem. 
The only reason why the only reason why we have laws of physics is because of our observation that when we observe things happen on a regular basis, so we make up laws based upon that. But but where 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 does it all come from? It comes from Hashem. Hashem is the source of everything. So Moshe Rabbeinu was asking, "Hareini nice for If we wanted to say this in a in a how should I say it? If we wanted to say this in a in a in a uh, in jest. We would say that Moshe Rabbeinu was like a physicist. He was looking, all, you know, all the physicists, this is the title of our, of our class, all the physicists are looking for the theory of everything. They're all looking for the theory of everything. There must be, they say, something behind the entire universe. You know, for example, now I don't know anything about physics, but the, the, at the end of Carlo Ravelli's book, The Seven Brief uh, Lessons in Physics, there he says that maybe, maybe the universe does not exist you know, the, 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 fun, the, the uh, fundamental default perception of the universe is that the universe, with all the planetary structures, the constellations, and all, this, all the stars and everything, it exists in a place called space-time. There's space and time, and inside it, there's a universe, right? So it says Carl Lavelli, maybe no, maybe, maybe, maybe the whole universe is a series of interaction between these particles called quanta, and as they, as they interact with each other in a, in a, in a, on a level that we cannot see, as these quanta interact with each other, they create this space-time illusion. So we think that we, we live in time, or, the, or we, maybe we do live in time because of the interaction that they have with each other, and also space. But it's not that the universe exists in space, but it really is a solid, it's kind of like a solid uh, entity that's made out of these quanta, little minuscule quanta that are constantly interacting with each other. And so their interaction with each other creates within that structure a space and a time and planets. And he says that maybe outside, maybe we don't know what's outside of these quanta. Maybe outside of these quanta, there is no time and there is no space. We don't know what's outside of it because we can only observe what, what's inside, which is, which is what we're made up out of, these quanta. Right, so the theory that they're they're all looking for this the, the theory of everything, but the truth is, to be honest, the theory of everything there's no theory of everything. The source of everything is Hashem. Is it that Hashem is 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 the one who who uh, who brings everything into existence? He is the glue, so to speak, that 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 holds that holds everything together. See, I once, uh, once saw an analogy, I once heard an analogy from Rabbi Fran. Rabbi Fran was talking about the Gemara in Brachos on page 7a that says, why do bad things happen to good people? So he says, you know, it's hard to understand why, why the Holocaust happened, why these terrible things happened, the pogroms, etc. Why these things happen. So he says, if you look at, if you look at, a, at, a, at a embroidery, for example, if you look at an embroidery like uh, uh, on a, that's framed. So if you look on 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 one on on the on the backside of the embroidery, the framed embroidery, it just looks like chaos, right? It looks like that there's there's all kinds of different strings. They're all strung together in different areas of different colors, and it just don't make any sense out of it. But you turn it the other on the other side, then you have a beautiful picture. You have a sunset. You have a, the ocean and the reflection of the sun on the on the ocean, and you have the sand and a house. Right, so everything for, from our perspective, it's like, why do bad things happen to good people? We don't, we don't understand. He said, we don't, we don't understand what's going on. We're looking at the back of the picture, 
where we look at the front of the picture, then everything would make sense, right? So the same thing over here also. We look, we're looking at the back of the picture. We see the universe, and we see a disparate uh, conglomeration of elements, and we don't know how they're related to each other, right? Because we don't have the perspective of the Rabbana Shalalam, who's the source of everything. So to us, everything looks like it's chaos. It's very difficult to see uh, how everything comes together. But from Hashem's perspective, He's the one who, He's the, not the theory of everything, He's the source of everything. He is moving all the, all the different parts. Perhaps maybe He's even moving these quanta. In, in, uh, he's making the quanta interact, and that's how the universe comes to existence. Who knows? It's a, it's a theory, but maybe it's true. And this is what Moshe Rabbeinu wanted to know. Moshe Rabbeinu wanted to know, show me, show me this. I want to see this. This is what I want to see. So Hashem said to him, no. Right, according to the way we learn, the way the Sifuno says, Hashem said to him, no, I'm not going to show you. I'll show you a little bit, but I'm not going to show you everything. You see the back, you see the back of my, of my cover, you'll see that I'm the source of everything, but I'm not going to give you every, I'm not going to give you the answer to everything. And so we don't know, we, we, we don't know how the universe functions.